I'm going to, okay, make a mental note. Make I'm making a mental note. Mm-hmm. I need to do a thing at the beginning of this, at the almost beginning of this episode. Okay, how close to the beginning of the episode do you need it like to be? Like in the first 20 seconds. After we start or before we start? Wherever we think the recording starting part. It can be after the first 20, anywhere in the first 20 to 45 seconds. Uh, before or after the theme song? Jesus, after the theme song. Okay. everyone i'm ryan and i'm steve and this is 60 cycle hum the guitar buying selling modding breaking fixing playing reviewing i did that in the wrong order podcast and if you're listening to the audio version of this you're going to hear some commercials right now another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But for the rest of you, here we go. That this, was a cool commercial, this Steve. This episode is, uh, was sent by Alexandre. Was that what you wanted to do? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. All right, okay. Uh, so the people who listen to audio will know where Spotify is inserting an app. All right, okay, okay. I thought that I could play that courtesy for them, and then they'll know I can skip the next 30, that was very, 30 to 60 seconds. Very kind of you, Steve. Yeah. Okay. This ad is called Hockey Slap. Hockey Slap. Oh, by the way... Uh, we decided that this was going to be a, a Canadian episode. Yeah, do, do, for when, all our friends when do up we north. Get into these. I like to call them other Mexico. Jesus, <laughs> is this going to be our an north, episode northern where you just Mexico? Spend the entire time dunking Fabrique au Canada. Oh, you're opening them right now. When are we opening? Let, let's save it for what's new. Okay, let's, let's let's we'll get we'll we'll get into these all dressed chips that uh, Derek Eastfeld gave to us uh, in a little bit here. This is a Bowercaster. This is from, again, uh, Alexander. What's this all about, E? Uh, I said it wrong. What's this all about, eh? Jeez, man. We're going to lose all of our Canadian listeners. (laughs) How many do you think we possibly could have? A decent number. Uh, Bowercaster's two-string hockey stick base used. Uh, $329 Canadian dollars. Uh, The Winter Classic, Your Eyes Do Not Deceive You. This beauty and future legend is a two-string fretless Bauer Classic Custom bass guitar. Precision pickup, gear tuners, Strat-style jack, left-handed blade, but right-handed bass. <laughs> a piece of precision gear, strap included. Jocko would have been all over this. It's fretless two-string bass. He would have loved this thing. This is actually kind of a, probably a great material for a neck because it's fiberglass. Yeah. I think. Maybe it's weird. I, how bad could it be, really? 
It's probably not bad at all. I, I love that it's one half of a P-Base pickup, and it's still sticking out the sides <laughs> yeah. of the guitar. That's, that's pretty nuts. I love it. I think, I think it's hilarious. I think this whole project is hilarious. How much do they want for it? Uh, 329 Canadian dollars. I don't know how much that is. How much do hockey sticks go for? What am uh, I looking at here? It's like price-wise, materials. So that's about 240 US dollars. And a, sorry, yeah, a Bauer, what did they call this? A Bauer Classic? A Bauer Caster. The Winter Classic. Your eyes do not deceive you. Uh, It's a Bauer Classic custom bass guitar. Oh, this is like an older one. I don't think they make these anymore. Did you ever play hockey, Steve? I did not. I am not a hockey. So I don't. I don't know what age you were when this was going down. Oh, hold on. Sticks. Sticks range from like as low as like ten bucks all the way up to like a hundred bucks. Okay, so this person's charging for the base part of this, not correct, not the stick part of it. Um, there was like two years of my childhood where street hockey took Southern California by storm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, it w- like everyone just played street hockey for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, it's or, of the or, Mighty Ducks, or at dude. least we tried. It's because of the Mighty Ducks. Was it the Mighty Ducks? It's gotta be because of the Mighty Ducks. Why else would but you I remember do it? it was like a whole thing where like there was like Nerf street hockey yeah. sets and stuff yeah. like that. And like, I think it was all trying to capitalize off of the Mighty Ducks movies. Maybe, maybe. Um, but that's like the only period in my life where I had any exposure to hockey whatsoever. And when that trend died, I was just like, I guess hockey's over. I don't know anything. I still don't know anything about it. Especially because, uh, D two, like they was like, Oh, we're all, we're all like Midwest hockey players. That's how we play. We don't have any style. Oh, let's get this kid that plays street hockey. He's got the knuckle puck. Oh yeah. I forgot about the knuckle puck. Knuckle puck. Does that even mean anything? Oops. He I would was, like he would put the he would put it on its side on its side so it would it would this it is would like wobble into a gear slum episode. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, well, I mean, the person who could adequately who really could say whether or not this is worth what it is would be Cole Duke, right, right, uh, who is not Canadian but he does know about hockey. What do you think about the ergonomics of this? Do you think you'd have fun playing this? Uh. I mean, it's fretless. Like already, that yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to be a challenge for most of us. I mean, fretless bass always sounds really fun. It's two string, which is wild. Mm-hmm. What is this? A Chris Blue bass, and now it's also a hockey stick. Like, I don't like. It's either going to be the funnest thing ever, or it's going to just be nonsense. This they're asking again. It's three hundred twenty nine Canadian dollars, about two hundred forty four dollars. If you want the value of this. To go through the Thank roof. Thank you for doing conversion for our American Through the friends. roof. There are two ways to make the value of this go through the roof. Okay. Get it signed by Wayne Gretzky mm. or get it signed by Getty Lee. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe both. Wayne Gretzky Getty Lee. <laughs> Tried to connect it, but then I realized that their last names, their, their, their names that are similar aren't that similar. Yeah. No, they're not. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I... It's like lettuce and cabbage all over again. <laughs> I I don't know what to think about this. This is I think the price is absurd. 
This feels extremely Canadian. I think you should make your own. I don't think you should buy this. I should, you should only make your own at this price point. Although it is Canadian dollars, so I don't really understand the conversion totally. What did you say what it was in American? Two forty. I would, yeah, I would say that this is probably if this was one hundred and fifty dollars, it's interesting. Uh, one hundred and fifty American dollars, so about. How did they run the wire? How did they run the electronics for the pickup? It's just, it's just floating. Oh, I see it now. Okay. I think it's just hanging out. Maybe it's like taped down or something, but it just looks like it's dangling. The angle of the dangle. I don't know. Yeah. I think at 150, if I saw this, if if I was at a, at a Canadian swap meet, Canadians, do you do swap meets where you like maybe they're inside? I'm sure they do. In the summer, they probably do some them. kind of swap meet. And then in the winter, it's probably sort of in like a flea market. Yeah. And if, if, if I was at a Canadian flea market and I was looking for something to remember my time mm-hmm. uh, visiting Canada, mm-hmm. a tourist you saw item, this. and this would be a perfect tourist okay. item. I would fly it home on the plane. Music concepts that you need to play this in mm. I'll go first because you won't think of this one. Okay. Uh, the pop punk band knuckle puck. All right. I mean, clearly this is a slap bass. God, that's really good. Right. I thought about Dude. it before you came over here. Jeez. Jeez. You've been sitting on that one all day. <laughs> um, uh, obviously I already you know, made references to rush, but also this could go you know, uh, great crash chest dummies. Uh, all right, all right, band. yeah. I don't have anything else to. I have no other clever things to say, Steve. That one, I just I, wanted. I, I blew it. my load on that one, so <laughs> it was pretty good. You made it count. I made it count. It's, that's going to birth at least three or four children. <laughs> it's high quality. I don't have anything else to say. Right. I think this is really fun. No, I think no, I do think it's really fun. I think it's pro. It's uh, project inspiration. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. something that you buy. It's something that you make on a uh, on a snow day, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you can't quite go outside to play hockey because it's, it's there's not enough ice, but uh, you have time to do a project. I'm not sure if left-handed stick is the move here. I'm sure that's just like what they had. You know what? You know what? When when you think think about it this way, think about what it would buy you. I think they would just have to flip it over because what, what what it would buy you as far as having the end of the strap at the end of the, uh, the hockey stick here. So it would be kind of like behind you the the bend of it would put it a little bit behind you. And then the strap would really hold it in mm-hmm. a place that makes sense. So there would be an ergonomic element coming in. So, yeah, I think you're right. It needs to be flipped or at least right-handed um, to, to get this kind of like triangular hanging motion where it would sit against your body just yeah, right. Yeah. And the, I mean, the weight of it would sit just right so that you could, you could play it. Like for what it's worth, if it was right-handed, it probably wouldn't sit any differently. It would just be like the blade curves. Right. 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 It would seem a little. Well, rappy. as it is right now, like you, you would put the strap buttons behind this, the straight edge of it. So it would still just be like, it would be like hanging a, a stick around your neck. Right. But I think that little bit of curve, if it was going the other way, I think would actually help you. Mm-hmm. So like uh, hanging a strip, a stick around your neck. Sure. Why not? 
Like it is what it is. Like this is not designed for ergonomics. It's a hockey stick with strings on it. Yep. But that, I think it would buy you just a little bit by flipping it. Yeah. But then maybe there's not cool logos on the back or something. No, there's cool logos on the back. Where's the back? Oh wait, maybe I, okay. That wasn't the back. I don't think there's a single. We don't have a picture of the back. Blade. Damn it. We yeah, mystery. It's a mystery, guys. I think the back of the blade is just this wood. Probably. I'm trying to remember. You know, obviously, I haven't sold a hockey stick in like 20 years. Steve so. used to work at a. For those that don't know, Steve used to work at a sporting goods store called Big Five. So when he says he <laughs> haven't sold a hockey stick in it's so true, many it's years, a true story. Right. He's not saying that he used to be in some sort of like underground hockey stick cartel. <laughs> I know that's where everyone's minds went. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's all I have, man. Uh, but I do want to say that is a very sharp shirt that you're wearing. Oh, I like your shirt too, Steve. Yeah, thanks. These are shirts that were sent to us by B's music shop. And if you support the show at, uh, you know, we got so many picks. I'm going to throw some of these B's music shop picks in mm. with the next crop at the best friends level. Uh, if you head on over to our Patreon, you can support us for $1. Uh, $5 I send picks and stickers and I'll probably throw in some bees music shop uh, picks and maybe some bees music shop stickers. Who knows? We'll sure. see. I got to see how many there actually are and at the $10 level. I'll definitely send you something from bees music. Shop. They sent us a pile of stuff. So last stuff. episode. If you haven't We've watched last episode, it. go back and watch it. Cause they sent us so much yeah. stuff, uh, but it's a great way to support the show uh, financially for y'all to help us out. It pays for food. It pays for stuff like Nam. Uh, it pays for internet services. What else? Uh, it pays for SD cards. Yeah, yeah. It it pays. Yeah, it pays a lot. Pays of stuff the electric there. bill to keep. There's one, two, three, four, at least five LEDs on. I was, an, oh, whoa! Oh, nice burp, whoa. Steve. Hey, Steve. This is our Canadian episode. Uh, Sorry. I, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Now I'd like to say sorry. On behalf of Steve, as a co-host of the show, I'm going to say sorry for Steve. So anyway, go check it out. Link below to the Patreon. We super appreciate everybody. If every single person who watches on YouTube signed up for the Patreon at the Wonder All level, that would make our taxes very complicated. And if everyone who supported us on the $1 level doubled down and went to $2, that would make our taxes more complicated too. Leg okay, okay, legitimately... You should do a count of how many $1 we have because it's a lot. Legitimately, if every, well, I guess it depends on the podcast week. And right? also here's the thing. Like, I think there's like a set uh, service charge fee that comes out of. It's like 30%. Yeah. No, but I think there's like, like a credit card fee that's like 30 cents or whatever. Right. So I don't know the exact math on this, but let's just imagine that if you went from the $1 to the $2 support level, you wouldn't be doubling how much we get of that you would be maybe tripling it oh yeah 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 that's a whole that's why patreon wants us to kill our one dollar level they want we us to refuse. do three dollar minimum but we yeah. like we like to make it available if if you love the one dollar don't change anything but if you want to change your lives if all the one dollars at the same time could switch to two it would it would be a huge windfall wanna, for us if you want to change our lives join our patreon at the ten thousand dollar level <laughs> uh or just whatever like ju just like the sh like le legitimately 
You don't have to send us money. Just click like and leave a comment about how or, why you enjoy the show. Or copy the link and put it on Reddit somewhere or 4chan or wherever people hang out and troll and just be like, look at these assholes. Help us that way. Yeah. Make uh, fun of us somewhere on the internet. This please. episode's also brought to you by StringJoy, crafted in Nashville, Tennessee, played on stages worldwide. StringJoy makes strings like these. This is a balanced medium set, 11 to 50. I thought it was weird, but according to Ryan, this is a custom set. Well, maybe it's not custom, but I did order it with that specific layout. So, because that's like the Mac, Mac Adams set. So, the Mac Adams Mike, set. The Mike Adams set. Good old Sorry. Mac Adams. Sorry, Pusheen. Sorry. Uh, if you want to get a great set of strings, head on over to stringjoy.com using the link down below. That way they know we sent you and use code HUM to get 10%. At checkout, I did find out because uh, one of our listeners was trying to get some strings, and they are in the EU. Stringjoy does have EU distribution, so if you go to their website and click on dealers, it will bring down a list of every there you go online store and probably physical store that carries Stringjoy. So if you're if you don't want to ship from the U.S. because you're not in the in North America or whatever, uh, go check out where the else they have dealers. I know they have Europe and Asian. Europe de- European dealers and Asian dealers mm. as well. Do they All have right. Canadian dealers, Steve? Probably. Probably I think you go, go down to Tim Hortons and they have I them. didn't I didn't look. I did not look, Ryan. I did not look. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry. Sorry. I didn't sorry. look. This next ad was sent by Tom Cornfield. Is that what Is I it wrote? Tim Cornfield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan. What do you say to Tim? Sorry. Sorry, Tim. Uh this is a JHS three series. Uh, about this listing, JHS pedal board, pedal train one, pedal train with one spot, power supply, custom LEDs and switches works perfectly. Uh, this was listed two months ago on reverb. It's still up. Is this every three series pedal? No, it's not every, like, I don't even have every, oh, I, I used to have most of every over there and it was like 20 pedals at this point. So this isn't every one. Uh, let's look There's at seven of them. Which is a lot. This is a pedal train. I don't know which pedal train this We've is. We've got the standard reverb, the delay, the chorus. There is a uh, Rowan noise gate in here. Yeah. The overdrive, the distortion, the fuzz, and the compressor. So they're missing like three reverbs. Oh, and they've got a little uh, uh, tuner pedal as well. They're missing a bunch of reverbs, a couple delays. You know, there, there's 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 a, there's a couple things missing for sure. They did some custom. They did knob replacement. They did a switch cover, some kind of switch cover. Yeah, like a barefoot buttony thing here too. It's got a Tom's that, line tuner. That little. This is an attractive board. I'll say that. And they yeah. they they took the three series concept and they made it more personalized, more colorful with mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. upgrades, side yeah. grades, mods, Mo- the, mods, the weird little like uh black condom on the switches is interesting. Yeah. Like that's like a, like an aircraft switch cover or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I, th- I think they did a good job of this. I am not someone who stands behind the concept of selling entire pedal boards. I think that's silly, but like you counted that there's seven here. This is in Waterloo, Canada, which I think is in Ontario. It is in Ontario. And then they threw in the board, the power supply, the case, the tuner, and that noise gate. Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're paying for the pedals, but you're getting a bunch of stuff along with them. Ryan, this is 733 Canadian dollars. Uh, what do they charge for three series much? in Canada? 
How much do you think this is in U.S. dollars? Wait, no, this is U.S. dollars. This is converted. This is converted. This is converted. Okay, all right. I think this is converted. Well, if it's that's converted, why it's a weird number. And if the uh, yeah, this is probably true. Why would it be seven seventy three dot eighty four? Yeah. U.S. Who? What psychopath? I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We thought that was Canadian. That would make no sense. No Canadian would price things that way. Uh, um. If we're if we're assuming that three series costs a similar amount in Canada, which they probably don't, they're probably more expensive. I'm trying to find one in Canada. Maybe JHS hates Canada. Josh, do you hate Canada? Is that why you don't sell the three series in Canada? No, they've got to sell the three series there. I wouldn't believe that Josh would leave money on the table and not try to get that Canadian <laughs> dollar. Jeez, Are you man. kidding me? Long and McQuaid sells them 123 Canadian dollars. See? Because uh, here they're they're 99, 99. bucks. Oh. Okay. For the flipper in Canada, I I can see why this is sold now. It already sold because I think that makes a lot of sense. 120 something. I'm not going to do that math in my head. Are you kidding me? Are you trying to convert $123 to like US? No. Or you're saying all of 861 for just the pedals. That's the, that's the, just, oh, I see. For I see just the doing. three series pedals, 861. You're getting all those pedals for 773 and you're getting a noise gate, a tuner. They're, they're cheaper versions of those. They're, they're affordable pedals, mm-hmm. but you're also getting a power supply and a pedal board. This is flip bait. This is, this is like a thousand Canadian dollars, right? This is like, I'm going to, I'm going to scalp the things I absolutely know that I want out of here. I'm going to try some stuff for a while mm-hmm. and then I'm going to flip them back on the market. You know what? There's probably money in those knobs. You yeah. should, you should, you could ask, does it come with the original black knobs? I'd like to those to be thrown in. Then you can flip all these colorful knobs. Cause those ain't cheap. I bet this person sunk. I bet they sunk a hundred at least and just knobs. You think those knobs are that expensive. Look at how many there are. Three and I'm, I'm including twenty one. I didn't even. I okay, didn't even I'm have incl- to count them. I am including the barefoot buttons. Okay. In this equation, because they're matched, like they're they're color matched. They bought them from the same place. They're anodized with the same color here. And the patch cables. It's eight. Steve, don't forget the patch cables. Those are worth like three bucks each. What are those patch cables? Do you know? I don't know. They might be worth more than that. They're they look kind of fancy. Oh, they're they're Ernie balls. Oh, cool. How much are Ernie ball patch cables? They're not too much. Okay, the Soltec set of these of uh, which that looks like that might be exactly what these are. Seven. Oh, this is only comes with six. So what color did they use, or did they use one? Oh, this one doesn't have the light blue, but you can get. 12 of these knobs for $23.99. Steve, three of these patch cables are 22 bucks. There's a mixed color set, $24. Three cables for how much? For 22 bucks. For these ones? Yeah. Wow. Okay, no, here they are for 19, for 20 bucks. But they've patch got cables are they've expensive, got eight man. here. They there's six they had to buy sixty dollars worth of cables to populate this board. Yeah, they had a couple left left over. I know the math, okay. I, I, it's under 10. I can figure that out. 
but still. But even at like six bucks, you're basically saying they're like six bucks a cable. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's say $50. There's all sorts of little hidden values here that make me just go. Yeah. Great. The great deal for our friends up North in Northern Mexico. America's other Mexico. I looked it up. I looked it up and 8% of our audio listeners are in Canada. Really? 8%? So that's We should be friendlier to that. That is like, like for our, for our listener count, that's probably close to like 200 Canadians. (laughs) But how how many Mexicans? Southern Mexicans, real Mexico. That's why that's our first Mexico. Are you just saying to, are are you asking me to convert Canadian dollars to pesos? No, I'm asking you to figure out what percent of our audience is in Mexico, Steve. Oh, I think it's very low. Probably because we don't speak Espanol. Uh, Do you know, like, there are, it's not even, not even less less than 1%. Mexico, come on, what do we got to do? What do we got to do to earn your heart? The only, this is actually interesting. The only non-English majority, I hope you didn't see it. The only non-English majority that listens the podcast to our show. What country do you think they're in? Non-English? Non-English majority speaking country. Germany. Damn, dude. It's Germany. Yeah. There's a ton of guitar boys there. You kidding me? Yeah. It's because because Henning watches. (laughs) Henning watches no, so Henning, many times. Henning doesn't watch, but his mom probably does. Jeez, and man. I don't mean that as a you know a your mom joke. I mean as she's a sweet old lady who like who like is wonderful to all of us YouTubers. So she might actually watch the channel. So I think we've established that this is a good deal. I wouldn't pay this much, but hopefully somebody did. I wouldn't either because I already have had all these pedals. But yeah, I think that like I, we, you and I used to pick up deals like this where we buy like a boss pedal board, flip four of them. Yeah, but I think, I think with like this kind of setup for, I would have to be like under five, 400, 500 maybe. But that would be like, think about the ones that that's what you would want to pay for this. Yeah. For all of this. Correct. To, to be tempted to go get it for flip bait. Correct. I don't know. Because I'm thinking, like, I'm going to have trouble clearing $70 a pedal. One, two, three. Again, that's $350. But you don't, you can't think about it that way. This is a. Uh, I can because I just did. But you're thinking about it for the pure flip. Sure. You're trying to, you're trying to break even at least. I'm thinking of it more as like, here's an opportunity to try a bunch of stuff and not be as far behind as it would take. Like someone, someone could, someone could buy this and part it out and do a little better than breaking even. It would be more work than it's worth to, for that money, but they would have an adventure along the way, getting to try all this stuff. They would, I don't think they would lose money. You got an average, like $60 a pedal including those two real budgety budgety boys. yeah but they're selling them in canada is canadian steve i what so, sorry steve forgot to convert to canadian he's not no I, this is a thousand canadian think, dollars you're not thinking in canadian money like your resale is going to be higher too is the resale going to be higher yeah because there's less inventory up there 
I and you, like it's harder. Know, it's harder. That carries. It's harder. It's harder to get pedals like this into the country because uh, the mooses are so big and they they block up the roads. Oh Steve God. makes everything more expensive. Eight percent. These pedals are bright white. They're gonna get lost in the snow. Our eight percent Canadian listener base, viewer base. Let us know how hard it is to get JHS three series pedals in Canada. Ryan, we should do more episodes that are themed. Like, like oh. This is the farm themed episode. Where Ryan, it's farm themed. What's new? We got this bag of chips here. This is Ruffles all dressed. We got this from Derek over from Rev. Rev. Yeah, I invited Rev and his guys over uh, for tacos. First of all, what do you think is going to be better, Ryan? This bag of chips or this Rev D twenty five? I thought what you were going to say is, the tacos. What do you think is better? Oh, the amp is probably going to be a lot better because these are just going to be chips, Steve. You can't eat a gold wrapped amplifier. Have you tried? Yes. I thought it was chocolate inside, and it's not chocolate inside, Just even though wood. it looks like it's wrapped in chocolate, you know, chocolate, chocolate wrapped in foil. Uh, but I will say that I think my gift of, the, you know, Derek, fight me in the comments if you watch this, which I think you will because you're vain enough. We're all vain enough. We all want to know when people are talking about us. So anyways, Derek, fight me in the comments. Are these going to be better or worse than the tacos? Were the tacos bad? No, they were very good. I made very good tacos. I was going to say, you usually are good at tacos. I was very good. Steve would be surprised if I was bad at tacos. I did very good at tacos. I even cooked a a little skirt steak that I marinated with my own homemade marinade. Now, you say it was a little skirt steak. Are you sure it wasn't a mini skirt steak? It was like that. If you wrapped it around uh, your thighs, it would be a mini skirt steak for sure. <laughs> it would not cover up your junk. So all dressed, what does that mean? I, I was about to sniff it, but we, we've got the ingredients on the front here. We've got chips. Okay. We've got salt, I'm assuming. Uh, is that salt? That's salt, right? That's not vinegar? I believe that it is. It might be vinegar. That might be a liquid. I think that's vinegar. There is an onion or a shallot. Mm-hmm. And what we call here in the lower 48, a bell pepper or bell paprika. Pepper. I know that in uh, Europe, they call it something else, something wacky and limey sounding. All right. Sniff time. We're doing 60 cycle yum, guys. Yeah, definitely vinegar. I wasn't expecting vinegar. I was thinking that all dressed chips were like a ketchup flavor. No, that's a different chip. That's a different chip? There is a ketchup Okay, chip. grab a chip, Steve. We're going to do this at the same time. I grabbed two chips. We're about Sorry. to become honorary Canadian citizens. I don't, I think we are. And by honorary, I mean actually fully legal I Canadian think, citizens. I think our citizenship would be rejected by all Canadians. They would, no. They would protest. They'd have us. I don't think they so. They want us. Mm. We could come in on a visa. Okay, let's do this. All right. Are you kidding me? Why don't we have these? It's a pretty good chip. It's vinegar barbecue. You like salt and vinegar chips? You like barbecue chips? It's both of those. Not as, it's not as like brown sugar forward as barbecue. Yeah. But that paprika with the vinegar and the bit of onion. That's Canadians. I get it. 
Is as good as your comedy television shows. Thank you for these, Derek. Your comedy television shows now, are here's, very good. Here's the here's the question. Yeah. Is that this only, better than tacos? That only I can answer. Is this better? Not just tacos in general. Because tacos as the mean quality of tacos across all tacos as a general concept. Like I could, I would make an argument that these could be better than your average global taco. Not, right. your, not your average Mexican taco or average Californian taco, but your average global taco, I would probably say these, these are probably better. Okay. Ryan, we also got a package. Are we still talking about chips? I'm going to be sad if I can't find these. I don't think you can. You might, maybe at like a world market, you might be able to find something, but you're not going to find like Frito-Lay at world can market. Can I order them on Amazon? Oh, Maybe. I don't know. Like, I want to put these out at a fancy party and be like, and I've imported an international snack food that is impossible to find here in the States. And I just lay them out on a silver tray. And it's just all ruffles, all dressed. Yeah. Delicious, though. Really good. Hitting the spot. Okay, we've got mail here. I don't know what this is. Friend of the show, Jose Gambarelli, uh, just said, hey, I got something. I'm going to have sent to you. And that's basically, he's like, I think you guys are going to like it. And that's it. That's so this all is I know about mystery. it. All I know is it's from Canada. There's a sticker. Whoa. There's a sticker right here. I'm actually very nervous. With you're this showing night. an address there, bud. Oh, it wasn't mailed to our house. Oh, oh, that's right. Is it his address? It's fine. It's like the store address. I think I'm assuming it's a store. It's from Shoneswood. I don't know what Shoneswood is. I don't like using this knife with someone sitting next to me. It's too sharp. Where's my dull knife? Is it over there? Did, I already I already cracked it open. But I was gonna say, it's good to have a knife that's a little bit dull, so you here's feel safe. Here's some stuff. Oh, let's, there's some on, stuff in here. This. That's a card. Is that a card? This is a deck from Tiki Room Skateboards in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. Now go hula hoop. Made in December 2023. Got it. Hey, fellas, greetings from Canada. My pal Jose suggests I send you one of my pedals for fun. Thought you might enjoy this particular skateboard. Keep doing what you do. Your Canadian pal, Kevin Sloan? Shown. I think it's Kevin Shown. Shoneswood is what it says on the stickers. What do we have here? Haribo Happy Cola. Oh, I love those. So the, gummies? are these, or do they think these are Canadians? They think we don't have these. All American children have these. This will be the first time I have them. Have you never had those? No, I don't think I ever have. This, this is, is an eating episode. This is cool. This is a little, wow. uh, this is a little keychain uh, looking doodad, but it's a three, uh, three P D T three P D T three pole, triple throw, triple Double pull, triple, fuck. <laughs> Deep, three PDT, I think. Something like that. It's a thing that you put your switch in. All right, that's what I meant to say. Let's see what this pedal is. Oh, I thought it was going to be a shirt. It's a pedal. Look at these bags. Yeah, look at this fabric. Very we didn't. Well, we didn't plan ahead to do a Canadian episode. It's just kind of like. Lots of things lined up. We had two Canadian ads. We had two Canadian things to open. Hold on. Answer me this. You're the graphic design guy. What is this sticker? What is this playing off of? I know it's it, a but skate I don't. Brand. Um, I forget. 
I feel dumb for not remembering. Wow, look at this. Whoa. So what is it? it what was on this? Is it is skateboard decks? It's a deck from Tiki Room Skateboards in Red, oh. Regina. Regina? Is it Regina? Regina? It is wild. It's, it's not, because it's made out of skateboard decks, it's not flat. It's slightly curved. Oh, that's so weird. I want to make sure we're not forgetting Excuse anything me. here. It's got the truck holes on the bottom. Yeah. That's fun. This is, this is a new one. I haven't seen it's this It's the Shoneswood Mean Prick. And these knobs. Where did these knobs come from? Is this a soft switch? No, it's not. We're such nerds. Oh, is this? Is well, this because it says soft? on. It says on off plus silly. It's so, not a hard click. So that's it may have soft. a. I'm saying it may have a momentary function as Maybe. well. This is amazing. I don't even care what it sounds like. I'm going to put it on a shelf. Well, you should probably play it and see what it what sounds does like. it say? What it sounds like? It just it's called a Shoneswood. Me- Do you want to look up what it's going to sound like? No, no let's be can- surprised. Well, I won't. This showed up just in time because next week I'm going to film uh, my video. Uh, it's, I'm going to film a Timu video where basically I've tricked them into paying me to do p- cool pedal demos that I yeah. have just had sitting around. So yeah, I'm going to do. I'm going to review patch cables from Timu as an excuse to show off cool pedals, and I'm definitely going to check this thing out because that's amazing. Yeah, very cool. Thanks, Shoneswood. Thanks, Jose, uh, for setting this up. He's been finding brands that I think. You know, he watches all of our stuff. Uh, and so he's found a few brands that uh, I guess this is a, a teaser. I don't know when it's happening because I don't think we have the pedal yet. Maybe we do. I don't think we do. Do you have the pep yet? I don't. But we're working on it. I don't. Uh, that's, another, have, that's another one that no. Jose set up. Uh, help, uh, help us get. Uh, well, eventually. <laughs> I hear from her like, seems like every three months she's like yeah. i'm still gonna do it I'm like okay i think it's uh it's a like a one or two person operation it's, yeah yeah it's pretty chaotic but it's not it's, they've had some like shop hang-ups okay so uh the the uh the people behind rush pet box hit us up and it's the daughter of the guy who invented this historic fuzz mm-hmm. and she's still producing them yeah with the same equipment and manufacturing process that her dad was doing like she uses like a 150 year old engraving machine to make the top panels on them. Yeah. And she's telling me about this like, Oh, Hey, I was just interested. She's just interested in me doing a demo. And she's telling me the side thing, like just in passing, like, Oh yeah, I couldn't, couldn't uh, get it shipped out this time. Cause I'm working on all these plates and I have to like etch them with this machine. And I was like, tell me about the machine. Can I see what you're <laughs> talking about? And she's sending me like pictures and videos. And I'm like, as a marketing person, I was like, this is your advertising right here. You sitting here hand grinding with a antique piece of machinery, the, the plate that goes on it. What I'm hearing, like that, what like I'm, what I'm hearing, I hope Ryan, she sends one to me soon. Cause it's, I think it's really a cool operation. What I'm hearing Ryan is after you've done by now, you've probably completed your GoFundMe to go to Phoenix. Hopefully. That after that, we need to start a GoFundMe to send you to the UK. Well, no, to film this engraving that, machine. You know, you don't have to ship people around. Ship. You don't have to fly people around to film things anymore because everyone has a camera in their pocket now. I asked her to film 
the process with her phone and just send me a clip, and that would be plenty good enough. I heard a rumor, and maybe you can confirm this, and maybe you can't. I heard this a is rumor. The chewing episode, apparently. Sorry. That Josh Scott does not own a smartphone. Can you confirm or deny? That's impossible. Unless he like leases it or something. We Marco Polo each other. What do you think? He does. Maybe he, maybe he does it on an iPad. He sends it from his car. It's oh, okay. like mounted on his dashboard. I don't think he's mounted. It's like and it's in like the, the far. He's not. Maybe his car has internet. You think he's you? Th- so this is like one of those people who's like, I don't have a smartphone. Yeah, but you tweet from your fridge. Like, is that what you're proposing? That he's a a fridge tweeter? Yeah, kind of. But he tweet. But he Marco Polo's from his car. I I just heard he's Marco Poloed me from his like basement before. He has a smartphone. Whoever told you that is spreading lies about the gear industry. I won't have it. Do you want me to expose this? No, I'm just, I refuse. I name names. I refuse Steve. to. I need to know your source. Tell you off the. I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> we got anything else, Ryan? Josh Scott. Yeah, you won't believe it. People are spreading lies. It's almost, you don't have it's a almost cell phone. midnight. You could just Marco Polo him right now and just be like, hey, Josh, when you send me Marco Polos, do you own a, the smartphone that you send them to me on? Just ask them. Hey, hey, Josh, uh, for some reason it's come up on the podcast that uh, there's a rumor going around that you don't own a cell phone. And I a say smartphone. a smartphone. You don't own a smartphone. And, uh, I say that's impossible. So get back to me. Let me know. We've got uh, 20 minutes left before the end of the podcast. Uh, Otherwise, we'll have to update people next week. (laughs) Okay. You like this poof? Feel free to share this too. I don't care. Um, Yes, they're correct. But no, they're not correct. It's both and. So... I'm obviously I'm on a smartphone here. Sometimes I Marco you from a laptop. Um, I don't carry around an iPhone anymore. I have it in my car, which is why you will notice I usually Marco you in the car, or I'm at like a desk. I have it at work, and then I have it in my car. But all of my normal life, so literally 5 p.m. I cut it off hard. 5 p.m. till 8 a.m. the next day. I use a dumb phone. This little thing is called a light phone. It's a play on the words light. Like it's light with features. It doesn't have a lot. So it's like a uh, real basic um, phone that it can't see images. It has no internet. It has GPS like for an emergency, but you call and text on it. And um, that way I don't doom scroll and spend just burning my time uh i've just way more productive keeping a cell phone away from me and also like three kids you know my daughter turned 16 and i have two boys under her just spending more time with them without the like phone always pulling at me obviously as you can imagine i get a billion notifications if i if i don't you know, it's YouTube, Instagram, Facebooks, uh, texts, artists, Slack for 40 JHS employees communicating. Um, yeah, so 
It's both and. I highly encourage any creative to check these phones out. They're really frustrating, but it's beautiful. Like, you will realize you're addicted. That's it. I don't carry around a, sp a smartphone. I leave it in the car. What if he just does it? Does it, can you use an Apple Watch without a phone? He's no, it's not on an Apple Watch. Like, because no, I just be Inspector Gadget. No, I've seen him ten and two, man. Maybe he mounts. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Well, you know who I have heard that uh, owns a cell phone. <laughs> Chase Bliss. Were we on a topic and we abandoned it? I don't we remember how we got a topic. We're finished wrapping up what's new. I couldn't. I, I don't. I don't remember how we got here. I thought of Josh Scott because you were talking about the Rush Pet Box, so which sorry. which he did a demo on the on the or he did a little history on the Rush Pet Box. Okay, okay. The, the OG one. Get us where we need to be. Don't don't. And I, I, I understand where we are. Now. And where we are now is, uh, if you want to. Check out pedals that are more creative than you are. Head on over to chasebliss.com. Get on their mailing list because they do like one or two sales a year of B stock stuff or whatever. So if you're interested, but you're like, you know what? Like I want one, but I'm down for B stock. I'll take a little bit of a discount to get something that's a little blem. Get on that mailing list because that's the only way you're going to know about it. Chasebliss.com. If you buy a pedal, let them know that 60s Hum sent you. We'd appreciate that a lot. Also, it has anybody taking pictures of their Chase Bliss stuff. I know, and, right? And posted it on Instagram and tagged us. Anyway, I don't know. Instagram, TikTok, uh, wherever. Ta tag us on Rumble. Is that a thing you can do on Rumble? No one knows because no one goes there. Don't. <laughs> we're not uh, on Rumble. Uh, I'm so sorry I said that. I'm. I'm. We're not even. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but we are on OnlyFans. Did I kill the show? I'm sorry. Ryan, can you hit me with that topic? Oh, yeah, there's a topic. This show's getting real loose. This is our second one of the I night. made a lot of voice noises on that. I hit that P hard. I, there's nothing I want to do more in my That's life right major now. major plosive. Than eat that bag of chips, and we're recording a podcast, and it's driving me nuts right now. What was I doing? Oh, I was looking read, at the photo. I want you to read the whole topic. This right, was sent right. by... Bryce, Bryce Denamer. I always, in my mind, I pronounce it Denamur. 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 Right. Bryce. Like there's a little Spanish thing going on here. Bryce Denamur. Isn't he Dutch? Yeah. But so <laughs> he could, he could be Spanish in, in Holland. Like the Holland, the Canada of Europe. <laughs> How does that connect to? Spanish. I don't know. I man. was saving that joke for later, Steve. Just, yes. Just read the Holland, the can Europe's Canada. Just read the topic. <laughs> Why does I'm still in your jokes because you're taking too long? <laughs> Why does every other guitar YouTuber want to teach me to play like the pros in air quotes? I don't want to sound like a pro. I want to sound like a 19-year-old Joey Santiago who's thinking of starting a band with his weird neighbor, Charles. See, the way that I pronounced Santiago was like if Bryce has a little bit of a Spanish thing going on. I punched in 
uh, play guitar like a pro. The the highest thing was a. I remember when the short came out. The short is called "Pretending to Be a Beginner and Then Shredding." Oh, so it's not like I, those. Yeah. Uh, oh, those. there's a bunch of these. Oh, but then uh, one of the top ones is "Music Is When." playing the forbidden riff mm. i think at nam uh there's one that's zero uh, three five you know what let me just not do the the highest the highest ranked list because that's garbage does it come up guitario 10 things anyone can do to get better at guitar well there are, there are there are there are service best player that doesn't count here's a dire tube best guitar player at harvard how to improvise on guitar if you're an absolute idiot uh record guitar like a pro that's paul mm. david's solo like a pro also, Paul Davids. I think Paul Davids might be a repeat offender. Sound like a pro. Marco Cirillo. Developing language is the key to a good guitar solo. Uh, do this every day. The exercise, the guitar exercise changes life. Understand these four things to get good. Also, Paul Davids. The best way to record guitar. Rick Beato. How to record an acoustic guitar. Oh, what about, being, what about being like a pro? I just searched for play guitar like a pro, and I'm telling you, you're what's telling me all up. the titles that have nothing that don't say "be like a pro." Well, maybe there's not that many people telling you to play like a pro. Is that going to be the topic? Is that we just say that the premise is wrong? I don't know. It's I a mean, fa- that, it's a false premise, Bryce. I'm sorry, but that's just not reality. Here's, it's here's, really just Paul David's. Here's sound like a pro guitarist in 20 seconds from Akash Mock. Okay, okay, okay. Shwari. That counts. That counts. Understand how to get good at acoustic guitar. Also, Paul David. This is going to be the whole bit. Steve just reading YouTube titles. This is this. Is this a good episode? No, this is a good episode. I I do think there are a lot of like lessons that are framed around like, you know, learn the tone tips of the pros and and whatever. Right. So I I think. But what is a pro? A person who gets paid uh to play music someone who plays guitar professionally if you want if you're trying to learn how to play like a pro is because you're trying to learn how to play like a professional guitarist Mm -hmm. what's a professional guitarist what is a professional guitarist in my mind are you a professional guitarist no what are you i'm a professional youtube content creator on screen personality uh demo demonstrationer I'm a demonstrationist. You're a guitar demonstrator. I am not a professional guitarist at all. Right. You're not hired for your guitar skills. Or like, could you could you call your uh, your Sweetwater rep who professionally works with guitars? Would you call them a professional guitarist? They might be on their own, but not in that role. But they don't play the guitar. Like I don't call my Sweetwater. No, rep. they do. They 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 do play the guitars. Right, but I don't. They call, make themselves familiar with. The I product. don't call my Sweetwater rep to be like, "Hey, man, can you pull a uh, a Guild Surfliner Deluxe off the wall and play it for me? I want to know what it sounds like <laughs> over the phone. Over Dude, the phone. In the nineties, that would have been something that would have existed. Hey, you call one eight hundred Guitar Center. One of our guys will play whatever guitar you want to hear over the phone so you can order it. Someone's going to start playing the forbidden riff. You know, they're going to start playing stairway and someone's and someone else is going to be like, Hey, no stairway. And they're going to be like, man, I'm trying to make a sale. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's the new bit in my head. What 900 guitar 
dollars. Call in tonight. Oh my gosh. Anytime you want. Five ninety nine a minute. Hear any guitar all night long. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one nine hundred guitar. Can I can I hear a Les Paul through a tube screamer? <laughs> What's gonna happen is it's gonna be like it's gonna be like dire you're gonna hear, you know, dire straits. Sultan's a swing, and right when it hits the like big guitar solos, when your time's gonna run out, and it's gonna switch to like the operator voice. Please deposit twenty five cents to continue. <laughs> it hard clicks to an operator, like uh, your session's over. <laughs> it's it's some lady. It's some lady in like in central New Jersey named Lorraine. <laughs> hey, hon, how can I help you? This <laughs> is like bring, bring, bring. <laughs> um. No, uh, so so what you know, is a professional, a professional guitar? I'll do, we'll both describe what we envision when we think of a professional guitarist. Who's the most professional guitarist? I would not be able to tell you. Someone who's in the recording industry would be able mm-hmm. to tell you mm-hmm. because what I think of when I think of a professional guitarist is someone who's hired to play guitar in a way that is undeniably professional, meaning that you show up and you deliver. Right. Like you show up and there's a gig to get done. There is a job to be done. There are tracks to be laid down. You're beyond prepared. You were prepared 10 clients ago because Mm -hmm. you're just always ready to drop heat on guitar and, and walk away. And I'm sure that's not how all these recording sessions go, but I've seen these people play and they're on a, they're on a professional level, the same way a videographer is the same way a plumber is the same way a surgeon is they show up and they execute. Okay. Let me, let me pose this question. I, 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 I'm, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you two questions. The first question is how many known i'll say known so so like how i'll just say how many do you think but don't say like oh there's millions or oh there's thousands because that's not the answer sure sure. or at least that's not the answer i'm looking for how many guitar youtubers do you think there are oh oh that's it's the answer might be what i mean i would be i would be surprised if it was outside the teen thousands like if it was if it but, was but okay if it me, was 25,000 i'd be like well that's a lot more than i thought but if it was uh uh 9,000 i'd be like that's not that's not enough okay let me rephrase this question maybe in a way that gets more towards where i want to okay. go with this okay how many youtube guitars do you think there are that have more than a thousand subscribers uh, the where we just just you want real no, number from me? I just want you just throw out a number that's like I just don't want you to like I feel like I'm not gonna okay. maybe teens of thousands isn't a cop like eighty percent eighty percent of guitar channels probably have less than a thousand subscribers right so would you would you guess like like my if someone asked me that I'd probably be like honestly I would probably that's guess probably like, generous I'd probably guess less than a hundred I'd probably percent? guess somewhere in like the eighty two. 100 total youtube guitar channels how we can even quantify like uh you think the number's just too big i think the number's too unpredictable you think it's too unpredictable yeah okay it could be a lot of different things and we couldn't actually so actually okay i can turn i can make this work so two percent so the number no no the number is just very is like too big we're saying the number is too big 
How many? It's a hard number. How many of those guitarists do you think are professional? Would you say are you think are professional guitarists? Eight, max. That's actually what I no legitimately. Legitimately, I was thinking about this. I'm probably gonna like. There's probably some people who who would qualify. And you know why? Hold on. Okay. There's probably people who would qualify as professional guitarists that I don't know are professional guitarists because I'm just not as familiar. But literally, before I asked this question, I th- I thought about it, and I thought, okay, well, Tim Pierce, obviously, right, like very well renowned. It's probably a guitarist. lot more than eight. It's probably like, like 50, 100, 150. RJ probably most right. definitely. Oh, one I didn't think of at the time, but definitely Perfecto. Jay, Jay, another one I didn't think of. So now we're finding ones I haven't thought of. I'm telling you, there's probably a bunch. There's probably, there's a, probably bunch. a bunch, but but the point being is there's probably a bunch. But the first question I asked you, you were like, "Oh, there's probably like te- a minimum of thirteen thousand right guitar YouTubers." Well, the majority. And then I said, "Well," obvious. and then I said, "How many of those do you think are perfect? Would you qualify under your gl- sphere of what you're calling a, prof- a professional guitarist?" You're like eight. Right, it's, but like the percentage is like mo- most of most people making content are hobbyists that right. have passion. Yeah. They might even be professional musicians. Mm. There's a okay. very big distinction there. A professional guitarist is so specific with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. A professional musician could be like excellent at writing songs. Mm. A professional okay. songwriter, All right. uh, excellent at singing. They happen to play strumming acoustic guitar to back up their singing. Right. They're not a professional guitarist. They're a professional musician. Like there's a wide variety Interesting. Of, of professionals that have YouTube channels that are professional musicians, but not what what I think of when I think of a professional guitarist. Okay, I'm going to name. When I think of a professional guitarist, I'm thinking about a guitar assassin. I'm going to name some people. Name Jack, them. Jack White. That's not a, okay. While I think he's a very good guitarist and I like his guitar work a lot, I don't think of him as a professional guitarist. He's just a prof- so, so I would just think tell of me, him as a professional musician. Just tell me, musician or guitarist? Okay, Jack White, musician. Oh, he's a guitarist. He's a guitarist. But see, here's the line: like I wouldn't. He if he came onto a rec- if I was a recording engineer, sure. a producer or something like that, and if he came in to be a guest in a recording, it wouldn't be to hire a professional guitarist. It'd be it to would, hire Jack White. It would be to have a a celebrity appearance, mm. a celebrity touch, you okay. know, uh, like to have a personality touch from a known personality. A professional guitarist is not a personality player, mm. like people in the industry would say so, but people in the audience are just going like. Oh, that's a slick guitar rick riff. That's a slick yeah. guitar rick riff. Uh that, like like here's an example. Like there's a new Dandy Warhol song that just came out yeah. or just got fed to me on social media or whatever. Right. And Slash is on it. Okay. I love the Dandy Warhols. I've listened mm-hmm. to their entire catalog a lot because I, I love them legitimately. He, so only, it knows, was not, he only knows Bohemian. It was not hard them. for me. To hear exactly when Slash was playing. Right, right. Because Slash is a professional guitar star. Yeah. He's not a professional guitarist, in my opinion. He is a, and I'd say that about Jack White. He's a professional guitar star. He's Mm. a professional musician. He's a professional known quantity. He's a professional musical personality. So do you think when these 
when people they have these you know kind of headlines like how to play like a pro tips tips to play like the pros whatever do you think that those are I don't want to say bad, but I don't know what else to say. No, they're not bad at all. If anything, I think it's very effective advertising with that concept. Like that if they wanted to teach you to play like Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. then it would be like learn or or the other or another Jimmy, a Jimmy Page, or if you wanted right. to learn like Jimmy Vaughn. Jimmy Vaughn. All of the Jimmies. You want to learn like any of the Jimmy, Jimmies? Jimmy is that, chicken shack then then you would go to lessons that say learn to play like the stars mm. learn to play like the stars because the stars are the one they 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 have a personality brand the way they play right, right. is a personality brand the same way as the way william defoe talks is a personality brand the way that these people play guitars they're guitar celebrities that play a certain way i could hear slash on the Dandy Warhol song, even though he wasn't he wasn't playing the Sweet Child of Mine riff, mm-hmm. he was playing guitar parts that went with the Dandy Warhol song. He was playing the the November Rain riff. No, it wasn't like that. Like he was, <laughs> it's it wasn't like and now Slash. It was like he was incorporated into sure, it and sure. and working well with their sound. Honestly, um, so, first, but but I could still hear that it was him. If Jack White jumped onto any band song, I would be able to hear it, it was him, even if he wasn't doing Jack Whitey things. Like he's a guitar personality, you can hear the accent in his playing, and that is a how to play like a star scenario, like decoding. Like if you're selling different listening plans, do you want to decode how to play like Jimi Hendrix? How to impart his personality into your playing? to do an impersonation right, right. of Jimi Hendrix? Or do you want to learn how to play like the pros? Do you want to learn exactly what bits of theory you need mm-hmm. to know in the studio, on a session, in a gig? Do you need to know how to step into a situation and the drummer says some sort of complicated time and you're on it? You need to, do you, do you know like all the various different classic phrases and phrasing little tricks of getting through songs and building songs to where they're going all this intricate detailed nuanced stuff do you know all that and can you deliver it professionally on request in a professional environment that's a professional guitarist to me and that's the difference that's the difference between the two different learning styles right do you want to learn to flutter like steve Vai on the trend bar there Mm -hmm. or do you want to know exactly what to play, when to play it, because you are aspiring to be a career mm-hmm. musician? Mm-hmm. Like, they're two completely different things to sell. So I just think it's good marketing. I don't think it's overpromising. I don't think it's any sort of, like, it's if that's what they're saying, then that is something that I would pay money to do because it is a specific lesson. It is a specific direction. It sounds like an education and it's something leading right. to something prof- professional where... You know, like going, like how to play like a celebrity rock star, mm-hmm. how to play in their signature accent and style, how to play like Elvis, how to play like Elvis, <laughs> like <laughs> you got to cover a guitar and leather for some reason. Yeah. Uh, that is, that's all education as well, but it's a completely different portion of the art of playing guitar there's a technical side and then there's a creative expressive enjoyment 
mm-hmm. sort of exploring the arts of impersonation of personality. Sure. You know, they're, they're two completely different sets of skills in my mind. Yeah. I've rambled That's a interesting. lot here. No, no, I, I don't, I don't have like a strong take on this. I think it's interesting. It does kind of fit into, you know, it does, it does kind of break down like who are the, you know, who are the stars and then who are the guys who can t- kind of do a little bit or a lot of bit of everything. Right. Right. Um, or just like at a certain, you know, in any profession, you don't know how to do everything, but you know how to find out how to do it. Right. And you, right. and you know, all the other skills surrounding it, mm-hmm. you know, like you are connected in a professional way and you, you have, you know, professional output. What about like, how does this, do you think this breaks down or do you think it's still generally true if you say like, well, this person is a professional genre guitarist. Like this is a professional yeah, jazz guitarist. Of course. So they're they can play all the kinds of jazz, but nothing, no rock. No, I don't mean it in that sort of way. Like they can play whatever they want, but it's not like there's a law, Steve. No, they're it's all legal. Go to, they're not going to go to prison. If they go if they play rock, they'll go to prison. They have a legal license to only play jazz. <laughs> licensed i don't know i don't know ryan steve, steve if if jazz domingo ever makes an ep again licensed <laughs> to jazz is going to be the title licensed to jazz who do we need to bring back this is to to put to get that album made? this is a six string samurai sequel like the mean streets of, of new jazz. vegas like they're like Ugh. like jazz detectives, rock cops. Ryan, I've been I I was trying to find a way to to make this joke earlier. <laughs> what um, are we gearing up for here, Steve? What and are you I about couldn't, to drop on? I me? couldn't find a way to, to fit it in. So I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna say it. What I wanted to say earlier is uh, well, you know, Ryan, I'm somewhat of a guitarist myself. Okay, all right, all right. All Do right. you think you're a professional guitarist? <laughs> most days i'm not even sure if i'm a guitarist because i do not think i'm a professional guitarist and i play guitar as part of my living but that's not being a professional guitarist i earlier you know before we started recording i had some questions about like playing soloing that i wanted to ask you we should we should have that conversation we should we should figure out as part of this segment here, we've got the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should figure out like what other lesson plans we'd want based on this premise, like right. professional guitarist. Well, I, I do, yeah, okay, I do okay. want to tell the story. So you, say, you, say, tell your story. You, you asked if I, if I was a professional guitarist and I did want to say that I felt like as we were like, I was like, Hey Ryan, let me show you. Like, so if I'm playing this pattern and I just started playing it over and over again and I just realized I, you could hire me to be your looper. Like as I'm doing, like playing the same four chords in probably perfect time, I would be definitely more expensive than a looper because you only pay the looper once. But that's what a professional musician is, is go in and lay down the backing track. Right. But I only, but I only know four chords, so I can't be. (laughs) No, but like, I'm that's being a professional musician is, is, is being having that. Is ability to lock in and a service and a utility like being a dependable 
predictable yeah. utility one, one of, being a professional one of the wildest things that i've ever um i've run into and, and this is like this is another like professional musician thing right uh, <laughs> on that like as a bass player we were doing some song at church this was a, a few years ago and uh the guy the music director or whatever was like oh man like the way you're coming in behind the beat is like is like perfect. Like it's just doing this like push right. pull. You and the drums are doing this push pull. And after he told me that, I couldn't do it anymore. Like <laughs> he's like, no, no, do that thing. I'm like, I yeah. don't know how I was doing it. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was feeling it. And now that you're telling me to do it, I can't, I do, can't it. do it. And that's the difference between me and a professional bass player. One of the professional bass player would just be like, oh, you want me a, a, ahead of the beat, behind the beat? You want me to switch it up? Like, what do you want for here? The times in my life where I have been and and rightfully was the most embarrassed of my musicianship would have been the times when I've been recording music with someone else and they tried to get me to play the click. Mm. Like, like I can do it a lot better now because I've actually have a lot of stage time with the click in my ear now, but the, like there's a good couple sessions with various different people were like, okay, now we're going to have you play with the click. And I would just fall apart over click. Like I couldn't. Like it doesn't didn't feel right to me versus drums. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's because of a complete deficit in my ability. Like that's where I'm at as a professional. I mean, I think you just kind of in some ways you have to get used to it and you have to find ways to make yeah. that that clout that count like innate. Okay. So like I find I, I honestly like I feel like I followed the click better when I only hear it at the start. And then I have found that if I only hear it at the start and then the volume is just, maybe I can hear it subconsciously, but it's not in the forefront. Right. Then when I stop playing like three minutes later, I'll still be pretty much perfectly in time. But if I'm actually trying to fault, like consciously follow the click, it messes. It can like, sometimes it really messes with my head. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yo, I get, I get, you spiral this, into it. It's, it's this, like vertic you get gl click vertigo. This is probably click vertigo, a perfect lesson <laughs> to learn from a professional musician, um, professional guitarist. So here, here's some more premising, Steve, so we can really stretch out this topic yeah, that we, we didn't think was three, very much. We got three hours and 15 minutes yeah, to we, go. Well, we've got 13 hours on the uh, audio card, Steve. Yeah. We could, <laughs> we could take this to to lunch tomorrow you know, um, if you didn't film in 4k i bet we could get even more time that's true took it down to 720 480 something like that those oh, are numbers that i know to, if you took it down to 480 you would you know probably mean? get be able to get 30 hours on a card maybe longer uh so anyways what are some other styles we've established professional musician yeah like learn to play like a pro learn to play like a rock star mm -hmm. learn to play like a guitar star what if you could do a lesson plan that learn to learn? <laughs> What's a good one? Learn to play like a dad. Learn, learn to learn to play like a dad. Learn to play like a blues lawyer. Learn, learn to play like a, uh, learn to play like a nineties indie punk rocker. Learn how to play like these more specific roles. Okay. First of all, like learn to play like a dad. Okay. All that is, is you have an acoustic guitar. You walk into the living room and you say, Hey honey, look at this thing I learned. And then you start playing stairway and like three chord changes in. So you're like 
Oh, sorry, I haven't gotten that far yet. Right, right. Like that's playing guitar like a dad. Playing guitar like a dad is like picking your five songs that you remember from high school, but you only remember how to play like 20% of each one. Yeah, so yeah. Just kind of keep going through the same stuff. And it's like your family's watching you mentally decline. It's playing Johnny be good, but you're like te- your sense <laughs> of tempo. Like you're starting, you start at the right tempo, but then you get to like uh, one of like the trickier parts. So you slow way down, right, right. then you speed back up and you slow way down. Right. Right. I feel like I'm making I fun mean, of too many dads. That there's all sorts of different styles of like Kung Fu and stuff like that. Like I'm talking about different styles of gu- guitaring, like le- learn to pl- learn to play like a drunk, how to play like a drunk, learn to play an open mic, right? How learn. to play, how to play an open mic, how to play like Jason Mraz. Right. Right. Uh, how to, <laughs> how to beat Dave to the grave? <laughs> how 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 to get pulled into playing bass as a guitarist? <laughs> Be the worst guitarist in your right. band, and then the ba- there is no bass player, so now you're the bass player. Hello, <laughs> how to how to run sound like a small venue owner? <laughs> Why are you just making? F- I feel like you're making fun of me now. <laughs> You're just naming things that I've done. <laughs> no, I've done them too. I'm speaking from experience. I, when I so a few weeks ago, I jumped on. Uh, I jumped on uh, Bully the Kid. Does uh-huh. like a bass hang like every week or every other week Sunday nights. How to play like a YouTuber? And, and I jumped on oh one. My gosh! I jumped on one, and I he goes, he goes. So how'd you get into bass? And I go like, well, I showed up to play guitar, and it was my buddy playing drums and you playing guitar, and I showed up with the guitar, and at the end of the night. Uh, Adam was like, yeah, this two guitar thing doesn't work. And I was just like, I could do bass. And that's how I became a bass player. And the chat was like, yup, yup. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of people who were like, yep. yeah, I was the worst guitarist in my band. So I became the bass player. <laughs> that should be a shirt. <laughs> worst guitarist in the band. Now I'm on bass. Sentence to bass. <laughs> you have been found guilty of being the worst guitarist in the band. You are sentenced to 30 years of hard bass. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Uh, learn- Get out of my court. You make me sick. <laughs> learn, learn, learn to play guitar. for Learning to play guitar for campfire. <laughs> learn how to play campfire guitar yeah that's a style that's a thing totally like here's the songs you need to know here's the like fun little different things you can do how's it here how to incorporate tambourine you know the advanced the advanced maybe the i don't know if it's the advanced class or maybe it's just the 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 sibling class of that is learn to play guitar for a college party Also, like the campfire one, it could show you how to tuck the 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 egg shaker into your sock. Oh, you know, like <laughs> so, songs for busking. The the really advanced level is when you bring in the harmonica. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, advanced cringe dude, maybe. Learn how to play like a busker. Like yeah, like these are the, like the, the, here's the criticism. We don't need more how to learn how to learn how to play like a vo- pro. We don't need more how to learn how to play like a pro videos. We need a wide variety. Learn how to play you know, like like a high school punk rocker. Yeah. 
We need and more like, of those. That'll be useful to to all the olds out there that, that are getting into it in the, in their old age, or they're trying yeah. to remember. They're like, I I need to brush up on playing like a high school punk rocker. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lesson course for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I tried the first lesson. I'm thinking I'm going to pay into this because yeah, I actually I'm remembering now and I'm I'm learning some stuff I didn't learn when I was a kid. Learn to play guitar like what was that guy's name? Jo- Joey Santiago. Like just like Joey Santiago. Joey Santiago. Learn how to learn. <laughs> Learn how to play with, with your friends on drugs. Like they're gonna be like, "Hey, you like to hang out and get stoned?" Wait, are you are the friends on drugs or are you no, on drugs? Like, no, here's the everyone's lesson, on. Here's drugs. the lessons plan. You just like to hang out and get stoned with your friends, right? I know a ridiculous premise, but believe it or not, some people do this sorts of uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh. Um, you like to hang out with your friends and get stoned and fudge around on guitar. But what if there was a lesson plan to help you optimize that experience so that you get the most out of it? And I'm not talking about the drug part. I'm talking about like, Hey, when, when you're in this state, like here's some good prompts for starting, like, and you want to make sure you're going to learn how to play it. You're really going to get good at redemption song, three little birds, make sure that your solo is not longer than four minutes. Like four minutes is still really long for a oh, solo. Oh, you're talking about that kind of like f- like fish high, right? I'm just talking about like the you know you're gonna you're, you're, you're gonna you're basic gonna, stoner. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like you're gonna nail that what I got solo, right? Right. You're gonna play that guitar like a guitar playing guy. But like how to have a more protect more, or more protected, more productive, right? Like stoned with your friends jam session like that yeah, would be useful yeah. information and it'd probably be very entertaining how to learn how to play like a wedding guitarist that's almost like like there pl- could be business lesson parts of it so okay so going all the way back like this is where, a long ass episode we've been on a topic for way too long do you think a wedding guitar like where does a, someone like a like someone who's in a professional cover band Right. Are they a professional guitarist? They're not like a professional session guitarist. If you provide a service for hire, you're a professional guitarist. So someone who shows up. But you do that. Someone? No, 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 no. It's different. It's different. Because I can sit here on my own time and edit the best mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I have to edit a lot out. There's no, I'm talking about, like, this isn't about editing. You show up right. and you You got to nail it. Yeah. So like first try. Yeah. There's, you know, I know people who like they get a set list and they never practice with the band. They just show up and do it. Right. And they just organize like, you know, cover bands that only exist for like one or two gigs. And then they do a new cover band. Cause some client asked for a, a Blondie cover band, you know, like, mm. well, let's figure out a Blondie set. And they just email it and everyone learns their parts and they show up and they nail it. Like that's being a professional musician. That's a profession. That's a skill that you yeah. can bank on, Fair. that you can bank on delivering on demand because that is what you do. Right. You don't, you don't have to wait for inspiration. You just, or perspiration or perspiration. You're not going to, are you kidding? You're not, it's been years since you sweat. This stuff yeah. just falls out of you. So cool. Yeah. You're so cool. Yeah. You're the coolest. <laughs> All right. Let's end the topic because it's been going on yeah. way too long. I, Dude, I, did we learn anything? I don't know, man. I think we just talked. Yeah, I think we figured some stuff out, Steve. This last I feel ad, better now. This last ad, my phone, my iPad's in dark mode now. It's Uh-oh. so late. 
Uh, this is from Mark DeBrune. It's called Doomed Sonic. It's not from Canada. It's from Holland. 1993. Sorry. But, Sonic Steve, that was it right there. You spoiled the <laughs> joke. I wanted to save it for this. This is from Holland, which, of course, we all know is Europe's Canada. <sighs> this is why it's jokes before the show. Sonic reissue made in Mexico. It's a nice little short scale guitar. 22.7 in real relic, a few blemishes and a and hairline finish cracks in the typical places. Great travel guitar or for someone with small hands, solid poplar body, C profile, maple neck and fingerboard, 22 inch fingerboard radius. That does not sound accurate at all. Uh, 22 inch fingerboard radius. Scale length 22.5. Also, they already said it's 22.7, which is accurate, not 22.5. What is the fingerboard radius on this? Like seven and a half? Yeah. Is it it pretty tight? Yeah. Bolt on neck with unbound maple fingerboard, uh, dot inlays, heel adjust, truss rod, not in a good way. Uh, Fender single coil pickups, electronics, three way toggle. New new tuners. They replace the tuners. You replace the tuners on yours, right? I sure did. That's one of the yeah. few times I suggest someone replace their tuners is if they get one of these super short scale nineties duosonics. Why doesn't yours look as cool as this one? <laughs> because it wasn't uh submerged underwater fifty times, like it didn't like it abandoned in a tide pool or something. I mean, this is a nineteen ninety three, which is thirty years ago. And you know what? But this, this looks like a nineteen sixty three. This has earned some age. Like like look, I've got like temperature cracking and stress cracking yeah. across the poly yeah. on this. Like this I have earned some real age on this. Uh there is pitting in all the metal. The pickups have rusted. I've had to gut the electronics out of this like three times because I've sweated into it so heavily that that's so gross. Yeah. Like I, like I have played this guitar. There's all this relicking on the sides of the fretboard and stuff like that. Uh, you know, there's frets that are worn and like, look at those second frets, Steve. Like I have played this guitar and that's not that bad. Yeah, but it's there, Steve. My jack, my jack stings worse. All right, okay, fine. Not for me. I bought it that way. There's two stories here. One's beautiful and one's sad. Steve, you're getting better. I only know that one riff. All right. Uh, but you know it. <laughs> you know something. Either this was loved as intensely as no, I love my Duosonic. But just with more years on it, this is like flood, damage. or this is full neglect. Like this okay. is just neglect. Look at this fretboard. Either it's had a fret job, or this has not even been played that much. But there are signs of play. Is the thing. So could it be both? Could it be just full neglect? And like I'm imagining someone wore this on their back, and they walked around the entire earth. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like it, it is a combination it's of short scale. <laughs> it's a definitely a light enough guitar to travel the world with. Yeah. Like whenever I look at travel guitars, I'm like, I already have a Duosonic. You know, that's that's my boy. I don't know. Man. I, I think this is heavy water damage. I wish I had a, this body. I love how this has aged. I, this is a this is a poly guitar that has Ryan. Relic. Your body's fine. Don't let anybody. Put I know, you but I like I like a lighter guitar. I've always been a little bummed. My Duosonic is black. Uh, even though I love it dearly. Um, that was rough. 
black paint, Steve. I know, but I was talking about your personal body, and you try to dirt, drive it back to the guitar. All right, like, so. there's there, this. It's both. There's something romantic about this. Just it is playware combined yeah. with neglectware. Like seriously, I think like a Johnny Appleseed type character wore this on their back for thirty years. It just doesn't look. I mean, I guess yours does look like this on the back. Yeah, I do have some serious uh, buckle rash back there. Which there are, well, there's only like sort of a picture of the back of this and all of the paint, all of the. Uh, What's going on with the bridge is the neck is, is all wild. Like, up. look at all the chrome that's come off the bridge. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it's all like I'm that's looking at water damage. I'm looking at the neck joint. The neck joint looks like water damage. But I don't. But someone was playing it too. Like this didn't get left in a in a flooded basement and they get found ten years later, like, and get scraped out of the muck. Someone I mean, was I, someone was playing this multiple many many times in the rain, dude. You know what? Okay, may, maybe you know what I'm seeing. So, like this was like their camp guitar, and they like camped all over the 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 great north. Steve, they were Canada camping. You have, all over Canada. You have such living a, outdoors with this guitar. You have such a romantic vision for this guitar, Ryan. I do, and all I can see is train spotting. <laughs> So in Steve's vision, this is in just this awful, like yeah, a squalor heroin situation. Yeah, like maybe it was played a lot. It no gets played a lot, but there's always vomit on it. The guy who owned this guitar, he he he's the one who should be making how to play guitar like Like stone. All all bodily excretions have been on this guitar. Like it is, like there is. Like we've just got conflicting mojo here, Steve. <laughs> what mine is like a Johnny Appleseed, like folk hero type, who who wanders the wilderness playing a duo sonic. Yours is someone deep, deep, deep in a terrible situation, and the guitar is completely surrounded by tragedy I, and heartbreak. I, I agree with you. I like the way the front of this body work looks, but like the chrome. Okay, the chrome stripping 1993, I can kind of see that in certain conditions. The amount of damage to the neck, to the fretboard, a type of damage I've not really ever seen. I'm looking at your guitar, right? Right. And I'm seeing the start of this type of damage. Uh, Let me see. Of course, the people at home won't be able to see it. But, like, there's the start of this kind of damage, like, maybe through here. You're right. talking about the chipping on the edges of the, the fretboard? The chipping on the edges of the fretboard. Where the wood's gone dark? Where the wood's starting to go dark on yours, but it's very, like, I got to get real close. This is missing entire pieces of the fretboard. Like, the second, the space between the first and second fret is just completely worn right. off. But to me, that that's like a damage. That's not this got played so good so much. Because necks don't wear like that. I have a 70, 80-year-old guitar at home 
that does not have that kind of wear. I think this was played an inhuman amount. There's no way to predict what could happen. <laughs> but no, like the chips on the, like it looks like plenty of this is playing damage, but also neglect like, and like being in a like rough situation. I, mean, I guess maybe it is because you look at the neck and there's almost no damage above the 12th fret because this guy was just playing and also the like, cords the whole there's time. There's not like, big ding damage like it doesn't look like it was banged into things yeah yeah it's all that heat and moisture <laughs> and exposure to the elements this isn't like like i had the thought like oh maybe like some I mean, like this, maybe some farmer would throw this in the back of his truck with his shovels but no it doesn't even have this, that sort of this damage. picture of the tail pieces that's oh i guess that could be expansion that's just the damage poly, that's just the poly flaking away uh i have that on my jag sting and it's drop it's drop damage okay sure sure so it but yeah, it could just be. But I'm not saying again, it could be moisture or damage like that. Yeah. But that's just because they're hidden so well by all of the freaking heat cracks. I love the all way this that, weather. How is. much do they want for this? Five hundred and fifty euro, which is like six fifty. What's the What's the conversion from European Canadian to uh, American Canadian? What? It's from Holland. What the? F Which is Europe's Canada, Steve. Uh, okay, if this, this is a good joke, and we oh, screwed up the delivery, so oh, hard. the I'm euro so is the euro it. is weak right now. So five hundred fifty euro is five hundred and ninety euro is five hundred and ninety one uh, in Canadian euros. In <laughs> yes, that's what they would say in Europe. They would say Canadian euros. The euro is just the euro. It's used by them all, except for the Brits. They don't no, use it but, anymore. But I don't know the, if they ever did. They wouldn't say dollars because they don't use dollars. They they would say euros. They would say, what's that in Canadian euros? You're saying the dollar is the Canadian euro. What? <laughs> no. I'm saying, so here we say, how how what would that be in dollars? Yes. In Europe, they would. What what would that be in American dollars or Canadian dollars? In Europe, they would say, "What would that be in Canadian euros?" They wouldn't say dollars. They'd say euros. But this is in euros, five hundred fifty euros. But I'm saying that if we were in Europe and we were looking at this ad and we said, Oh, this is 550 euros. Then we'd be like, but what's the conversion to take it to Canadian euros? We would call their currency no, you Canadian, would call euros. Canadian dollars. No. When you go to Mexico, you don't say peso convert this to Mexican dollars. Actually you might. Cause they also have dollars. I think. Right. Do they have dollars, but they don't have dollars in Europe. Right, they have euros. Right, which is why they would say you Canadian could, euros. I, that's not true. They would say Canadian Europeans. Back me up on this. <laughs> tell me, it's tell Steve the truth. Yeah, yeah. Europeans, when you come to the United States and you trade your euros for dollars, do you trade them for American? Do you trade your your euros for American euros? This is the dumbest thing we've ever said, and we've said. This is episode 518. We've said very, very many dumb things. We won. We found the dumbest thing. <laughs> Canadian euro. Yeah, that's what they would say. 
That's what Europeans so would say. When a European goes to Canada, they trade their euro for Canadian, Canadian euros. So if a British person goes to Canada, do they trade pounds sterling for Canadian pounds? Yeah. Well, at least you're consistent. That's how it works. Ryan. We need uh, to- like someone, someone from, oh, if I mess this up, I'll be upset with myself. Someone from Japan <laughs> would say, oh, I need to convert this to Canadian yen. Did I mess it up? Canadian? Canadian yen. <laughs> Uh, geez. Well, <laughs> I think we need to do the adventure club where we are giving away, uh, any somewhere between, you know, actually we got, this is, we will not give away a $25 gift card this week, right? This is our best episode ever. We will give away maybe, a uh, uh, I've been trying when I can get the conversion to work in my favor. I've actually been trying to like do a little bit conversion rate. Okay. So the last time we sent something to Canada, uh, I think we pay ended up paying twenty eight dollars because we had to pay the PayPal conversion. But I sent like a thirty five dollar gift card to Canada because their dollar is a little weaker. Euros, I think I stayed the same. But mm-hmm. anyway, we're not going to give away a twenty five dollar thing. We're going to give away a whatever value of Canadian dollar or European dollar, depending on who wins the Adventure Club. And I already know that your pick for this is probably the Doomed Sonic. It's not going to be the hockey slap. No, hate I forgot about the hockey slap at this point. Like, uh, who even cares? It's probably not going to be the three series. No, it is totally the the the. Doom it's the Sonic. Doom Sonic. Like, we don't have to spin, right? No, I should pick something else just to make you spin. But congratulations, Mark! Don't make me spin just to make me spin. That's cruel. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, don't 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 pick a song. We're gonna go old school. Okay, what are we doing? Canadian national anthem. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to find it so we can? No, 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 no. It? Yeah, I guess find it, find it. Yeah. Are, do you salute do, during that? I'm not. No, we'll eat chips. We'll eat chips during the Canadian. If I had dip. known we were gonna do a Canadian episode, I would have gotten a Molson or something. Are, are you ready? Mm-hmm. You want the full, this, we're going to play the full. Play it. Drop it on me, man.
I've never felt so nostalgic for a country that I've never been to and pretty much don't know anything else about. friend dave hill dave hill dave hill comedian dave hill look him up on social media he's a funny guy and he plays guitar pretty dang good there's some unexpected little melody bits in the canadian national anthem it's better than ours uh, it is. don't don't i don't want to do that i'm just gonna say it i don't think it is our national anthem is not good you don't think our national anthem is it's good? It's too much. It's too much. I don't those builds like they're they're more subtle. They're the Canadian national anthem is a lot like these chips here. A very delicious, a scrumptious yet well-balanced flavor. This is not smack you across the face like a barbecue chip or even like a cheddar sour cream ruffle like we get in the states or even a sour cream and onion it's more mild it's more subdued but the taste still feels big it's you know what this is these are session chips you could session a bag of these chips we just about did we're pretty close to it but i mean by yourself like sure. like you want to binge on chips like, you ain't going to get tired of eating these chips. You're going to have to cut all of the chip talk and turn it into a 60-cycle yum episode. <laughs> all right. I wish I'd known how to done the, um, like, is there, like, a salute that you do during your anthem? Just don't, just. I wish I, I'm good, sorry. Say goodbye. I'm sorry. Stay grounded. Stay grounded. See ya. <laughs>